I'll take it on a wrap it up. Smells <laughs> <laughs> good. Blink, blink, ding, bling. Ding, 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 Welcome to Hoya Podcast. Hey, Amy, how are you? Hi, Jackie. Uh, uh, <laughs> God, I um, I've been, you know, I've been okay with this whole, you know, quarantining and social distancing and everything. I've been doing all right. You know, uh, it's Florida finally passed like the stay at home thing, but my county has been doing it for like two weeks now, so. We're we're already used to it. But just last night, I started to get pretty bummed out about everything. Like, depressed and, like, you know, missing friends and family and just, like, when is this going to end? Is it going to end? I can't believe we have at least another month of this. At least a month, if not several months. And um, this afternoon, I was FaceTiming with my mom, and she just goes, you know, I realized that I miss hugs, and I just started fucking crying oh i was like me too i started crying i was like i really do miss hugs i know but i've been like really weepy these last two days and it's just been it's been rough these last couple days have been have been pretty tough so i hope everybody else is hanging in there okay but we'll get through it it's just that I think it's just going to hit people in waves like me. Like I've been okay, but right now is a tough time. Yeah. I I'm, I'm feeling it too, but I'm one of those people that doesn't realize that maybe they're getting depressed until someone like my partner says, I think we should go for a walk. And then the disgust that fills me, I'm just like, (laughs) what, why would I change out of my pajamas and go outside? Why would I do that? And only then I'm like, Hmm. Am I depressed? Why do I do be depressed? So I know, I know, I know. I've been. I, that's how mine is too. And um, I know my mom keeps saying, "Well, you should go for a walk, go outside." And I'm like, "No, <laughs> no, I won't do that. I'll look outside, but I'm not gonna go out there." <laughs> yeah, there are certain key things that probably need to be non-negotiable in our lives like you, mm-hmm. like you were saying earlier getting a little bit of exercise mm-hmm. uh for me one of those things that I have to force myself to do is to brush my teeth every day where it's so easy mm-hmm. to wake up and I'm like well I'll just have a little coffee first and then I get distracted by other things and before I know it it's like evening and I haven't brushed my teeth and I'm like this is <laughs> gotta be one of those self-care non-negotiable self-care things that right doesn't seem like a lot or with exercise, it actually seems really annoying, but it's going to be those things that ultimately make me, that prevent me from maybe going over the edge into darkness. Yeah, <laughs> I know. I Well, like I said to you, I you had just mentioned, you know, I haven't worked out in like two days. And 
you know, I'm feeling it. I'm feeling it. I drove around today just for a little while just to get out of the house. And I ended up like <laughs> just getting kind of like, I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I don't care if I get lost. I don't care. <laughs> Finally, I made my way back home and I felt a little bit better. But I was like, yeah, I definitely got to do some exercise here because I got to get some endorphins pumping something. Yeah. I'm jealous of those people that enjoy it. I know it can be addictive. I've never experienced that personally. Right. Uh, the dread that I feel before and during a workout is almost <laughs> unbearable, but you really have to just focus on the feeling afterwards where you feel good and your endorphins are pumping, but you're also just proud of yourself. And I think there's a part of you that's even relieved. Like I did it. Mm. I did oh, it. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You I don't have to feel guilty about not doing it. You run like the whole gamut of emotions just from the very beginning until the end. The beginning is just like the dread and anger. Like I get mad. I'm like, oh, I have to do this. I don't want to. You know? And then finally you get into it. You're hating every second of it. Usually about like 20 minutes in, then I start to feel better. And then by the end of it, I'm like, oh, thank God. I feel so much better. Like I'm happy. I'm like you said, relieved and just, it's just, it, it has to be done. Like that's one of those things, just non-negotiable. It has to be done. But anyway, Ooh, I will be doing could, that later. Ooh. Maybe we could even record a mini-sode sometime where it's just a 20 minute long thing that people could exercise to. And it's just us being like, okay, start running a little bit now. Or, hey, yeah. why don't you stop <laughs> and like do a couple jumping jacks? I don't know. Yeah, or just being like, you got it. You're doing great. Yeah, think about all that candy you're going to eat when we're done. It's yeah. going to be worth it. <laughs> you won't feel bad about it this time. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. That pain you feel is weakness leaving your body. <laughs> <laughs> you're finally going to start like uh, pooping regularly. <laughs> Instead of it sneaking up on you and being really violent. <laughs> Look, I... That's never changing for me, but <laughs> maybe one day, maybe one day. <laughs> That's never changing for me, but me but will always be me but, Brian Poop. My, my, me but will always be violent. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, y'all, I know we're all sick and tired of talking about this fucking goddamn virus, but I hope everyone's doing okay, and I hope that you have some support system that you can lean on when you're feeling poopy. Yeah. And if, if you have any tips or tricks for staying sane or feeling good that don't involve hard drugs <laughs> or liquor, which I know sounds like a great idea. Yeah. But uh, let us know. I know. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jackie, shout outs. Yes. We got to do some shout outs. All right. So, Amy. Yet. Why don't you, why don't you start us off with uh, shout outs? Oakley dokely. Uh, so, iTunes, baby. We have a couple more. Thank you. Thank you all so much. We have from the Jesse Nelson, and it says, thank you. Says, I'm not really all that much of a King of the Hill fan, but the two of you never fail to cheer me up. I've been stuck in a pretty severe depression for the past couple of months, and there's about five podcasts I always look forward to, yours included. Thank you for giving me a laugh every once in a while. Keep doing what you do. 
Oh, oh my God. The Jesse Nelson. Thank you so much. I'm, I'm sorry you haven't been feeling well. And you know, I've, I've been there. It's rough. Uh, but I'm glad that we can provide a little bit of little bit of happiness and laughter. I know it, it may, a few people have messaged us or emailed us just talking about a difficult time they're going through, whether it's depression or hating their job or a shitty commute and saying that we, our podcast makes it better. And I, I, it's, it means so much. So uh, yes, we're here with you and, and we hope we can keep making you feel good. Mm-hmm. And I do have one more. Uh, this is a follow-up. Uh, we got an email from our very good friend, Rachel, who, if you remember a couple podcasts back, we did multiple shout outs for her. Oh, it was all about Rachel. <laughs> it was all about Rachel. Now, in the last, uh, the last time we, she had sent us an email and was telling us how she was going to try to, uh, ask for a transfer and, a at her job that will give her a better work life balance and mm-hmm. potential pay raise and all that. So she says, uh, you know, sent us a really nice email. Now here's the second part. Secondly, huge shout out to Amy and Jackie for encouraging me to go for it and get that department transfer at work. I've been wanting slash needing. I did it. Hearing y'all remind me that advocating for myself is important and necessary. And yes, difficult as fuck sometimes helped me immensely. And despite the craziness of the current work environment, I work in a grocery store. Oh, oh my God. My God. That's Oh right. my God. Thank you. Thank you for so doing what you're doing. Fucking um, essential. Rachel. Yeah, seriously. Hold on. So. Sorry. <laughs> hold on. Shut up. <laughs> uh, and despite the craziness of the current work environment, I was able to transfer into my department of choice and seriously couldn't be happier. Fuck yeah. I am so proud of you. I'm so excited for you, Rachel. Uh, and I'm. I mean, oh my God, the timing of that too. I'm glad you were able to work that out before literally everything went to shit. I know. And wow. I mean, again, thank you so much for what you're doing. You know, Mm -hmm. like uh, grocery store workers, everybody who's in essential business still working. Thank you so much for putting your health on the line for us. Uh, It's does not go unnoticed but seriously you know everybody we're we're all like jobs are so up in the air right now and people are so stressed and for you to be able to like still advocate for yourself and get the transfer and the better like work position that you wanted that's that's incredible so I'm really happy that you know even though times are really fucking tough right now you were able to you know do what you need to do to make it not so shitty. Yeah, never has there been a more important time to put your needs first. I mean, well. <laughs> no, no, I get exactly what you're saying. <laughs> then everyone goes out and buys all the toilet paper and food. But <laughs> <laughs> Jackie told me so. Yeah, I'm punching, punching a grandma in the face. <laughs> I know. I wonder what department uh, Rachel transferred to. Let us know. Deli meats. Deli meats. I don't I always, know if that's true, but I always thought if I worked in a grocery store, I would love to work in the cheese section as a cheesemonger. Mm, I'd like to do the bakery. But then you have to wake up so early. Oh, ew. Yeah. I think they have to get there at like three or four in the no, morning no. or something dumb. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, I just want to go there and smell the breads mm, and, mm-hmm. and gently squeeze them. Yes. <laughs> 
sneak a couple of those free cookies. I'm thinking of Publix, by the way. (laughs) (laughs) My first job was at a Panera. And at the end of the day, all the baked goods that were left over, the employees got to just take home. (gasps) They probably don't do that anymore, but it was amazing. That's awesome. Um, Anyway, my shout out. uh, I have one from. Stop it. Stop it. Bad, bad kitty. I'm going to have to give her punishment hugs if she doesn't hit it. <laughs> so I have what I have a shout out from iTunes as well. And it's from user hello and no. And the <laughs> subject is awesome, 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 awesome pod. And it Ooh. says, love this show. Always keeps me interested and always look forward to new episodes. Can't recommend it enough from tabby from your new best friends podcast oh fellow podcaster yes thank you so much thank you and everybody um, go check out your new best friend yeah I've and, heard and like it and rate it and 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 subscribe to it yeah gotta help each other out absolutely i also wanted to give a shout out to well to you amy for mm. s- stop it god damn it <laughs> To um to you, Amy, for setting up our very own, very special Hoya oh yeah Pod voicemail. Yes, our hotline. It's very which hot. I could not be more excited about. If you want to call us uh, and leave us a voicemail, it will ring forever, and you might start to think, "Am I doing something wrong?" But you're not. Just hang tight. But the number is three eight six five three zero three eight. Seven six, and we've already gotten several voicemails, and I am just so happy. It makes me so happy. I know it's awesome. I didn't realize that it ringed for a long time. Well, I called it just to test it out, and mm-hmm. I think it rings, and then maybe it says something like, "You know, leave a you'll leave a voicemail or something." And I started to leave my voicemail, and then it started ringing again. I think. And then I, there was a part where you were talking. Yeah. And you were like, leave a voicemail for real this time. And then, and then I could leave. It was something weird like that, but. That's weird. All right. I'll look into it. I'll look into it. I think it's, I don't know. I think it's probably fine. I mean, it works. I was able to leave a voicemail for us. Awesome. By the way, there is a, there is a voicemail on there that Jackie and I are trying to figure out because it does a uh, like a preview of like a text preview of what the voicemail is. And one of them, it just says the, the voice preview, the text preview is y'all suck. Yeah, I, got <laughs> so I was like, when I, saw that. I know I was like, Oh no, we got a shitty voicemail. And then I opened it up and it's just a recording of Boomhauer. Yeah. And I was like, what? It's what? very funny. <laughs> I know. I was like, what the hell? But anyway, know. yes. I will say that when I called, I just, my message was just like, this is Jackie. This is a test voicemail. Just like leaving a a test voicemail. That's it. And then when I went to check it, it subscribed it as, hey, this is Jackie big as a donkey or something. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I saw that. (laughs) (laughs) She got that big old donkey butt. Oh, yeah, so please give us a jingle jangle. It was a little a callerino and mm-hmm. leave us 
a massage. What is, what's the number again? Where is it? Again. Oh, I found it. Hold on. Sorry. Go ahead. No, 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 you go ahead. Okay. (laughs) Um, um, I actually don't know it. Oh, sorry. Again, that number is 386-530-3876. It'd be fun to figure out if that spells something out. But I yeah, I tried to get ho yeah something, but I couldn't I couldn't get it. So we'll figure it out. All right. No pa- no patrons. Yeah, no Patreon stuff. Um but nope. Nothing. <laughs> Isn't our live watch party coming up? Yeah, it is. It is yes. So it's Thursday, Thursday the ninth, our live watch party. Yay! Please join us. All right. Are you you... ready to go ahead? Get it. No, you go ahead. Are you ready to get lit? Bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Hell yeah, I'm ready. All right. (laughs) Here it comes. Season two, episode 19, Leanne's Saga. Air date, April 19th, 1998. All right, let's see uh, on this day. What does PP have to say? April 19, 1998, Indigenous Peoples Day is being celebrated in Brazil. The number of reported invasions of Indigenous lands and acts of violence perpetrated against Indigenous people in Brazil has steadily increased since the current president, Jair Bolsonaro, took seat. So that's shitty. <laughs> well. <laughs> Thanks for, thank you for the info. That's sad. Please stop uh, perpetrating violence against the fucking indigenous people, okay? Yeah. Well, this is We're not nice. one to talk here in America at all. So. <sighs> okay. <laughs> let's get, let's get into the episode. All right. So the episode starts out with Luann getting dropped off at a mother-daughter night at uh, her cosmetology school, the Beauty Academy. Mm-hmm. And this kind of provides a little, it's like an opportunity to provide a little background to talk about Luann's mom. So she's there with um, Peggy and she's, I guess, just kind of saying, you know, I wish my mom could come with me to this. And we learn more about her mom being in prison and the fact that she's stabbed her uh, Luann's dad with a fork which is how she ended up in prison and we learn more about Luann's thoughts and feelings around her mom which you could tell that there's a lot of sadness and she really misses her mom and uh, she you could tell she's just really craving that mother-daughter mm-hmm. relationship in the next scene we see Hank and Bobby working on something in the garage I guess they just finished making oh they just finished making a workbench mm-hmm. and Hank's real excited about that Around this moment, Luann comes running in and excitedly tells them that her mother, Leanne, is out of prison. And at first, Peggy assumes that Leanne somehow escaped, but Luann (laughs) informs her that, no, she was released and she's coming to visit on Saturday. Um, Luann is just so excited and she runs out of the room. Uh, after Luann leaves, Peggy states that she would sooner tongue kiss Bill before she allows that tramp inside her home. <laughs> I know. I love Bobby. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
A short time later, Hank is in the garage with the guys and he's discussing the latest news about Leanne getting out of prison and they're all just talking about how they all seem to know how insane she is. Um, And around that time, Bill accidentally drops a heavy table clamp on his foot. He drops to the ground in pain. Hank rushes over, pulls his shoe off and tries to pull his sock off. And at first, Bill's just like, no, but But Hank gets the sock off, revealing crusty yellow toenails underneath. Um, Bill is horribly embarrassed. Uh, Oh, I like this part. He's just like, I wrote this quote down. Mm -hmm. He's embarrassed about his athlete's foot or like some whatever fungus he has going on. Mm -hmm. And Hank says, you don't have to be embarrassed about your toes, Bill. It's just a medical condition. And then Bill says, sure, that's what you say. But I don't see you waving your narrow urethra around for everyone to see. (laughs) I know. I love that quote. I love Hank's face. I know. And the visual that you get from it. I know. <laughs> Hank just like helicoptering his dick around. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, um, eventually, Bill decides to see a doctor about his foot condition. Later, we see Peggy and Luann. I think they're in Luann's den slash bedroom. And they're talking about Luann's mom, Leanne. <laughs> God, this is going to be confusing. Uh, Luann shares that she tried calling her dad. She let him know that, hey, mom's out of prison and she wants him to come back. And you can tell she just really wants to have her family back together. And Mm -hmm. based on what she tells Peggy, he's not coming back. He's never going to be like go anywhere near Leanne because she Mm -hmm. stabbed him with a fork and she sounds insane. Peggy tries to explain to Luann that, you know, Leanne betrayed uh, her father by stabbing him with a fork, but Luann counters that her mother has given up drinking and is totally different now. Uh, She even says, she won't even eat with a fork. (laughs) (laughs) And it's just so sad because she's really, she's trying to convince Peggy that her mom is totally different, but she's not basing this on anything factual. It's just this intense yearning she has to finally have the kind of family life that she never got to have as a child. But as yeah, I was going to, yeah, go go ahead. No, 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 no. Go ahead. Well, as we come to find out the kind of person that Luann wants her mother to be is not the person that she actually is. Peggy even brings up all this stuff that Luann has accomplished. Like she says, uh, you know, going to school, your righteous Christian puppet show, you're always, so very clean (laughs) and she tells her that she doesn't she wants to make sure that nothing distracts her from doing what she's doing and causes her to lose her way and Luann assures Peggy that you know you don't have to worry about me Aunt Peggy because that's mama's job now and it's just so sad it's like the second time in this episode that we're seeing Peggy is like clearly the mother figure that Luann wants in her mom but She's not recognizing it because she wants her mom to so badly be that mother figure that she's just not even considering Peggy as a true caretaker, which she is. She's she is Luann's caretaker and her mother figure, you know, even in the very beginning when uh, Peggy offers like, well, I can come to your mother daughter thing. And she's like, oh, no, I don't think mom would like that, you know, so it's just kind of sad because you see Peggy. 
is is trying to be that figure for her and is that figure for her but like Lu- Luann is not appreciating it not being like selfish but she just doesn't appreciate that Peggy is modeling what a good maternal figure is well she totally she definitely Luann definitely has a wall up because she's just so desperate to have this relationship with her mother that will probably never happen I mean she so badly wants her mother to be a person that her mom just isn't which Mm -hmm. is kind of weird and a little bit disturbing for all of us when we realize that our parents we have them on these pedestals and we realize they're not Mm -hmm. they're just regular people and they fuck up all the time and and it's it kind of like shatters this illusion of the parent we think they are or the parent we want them to be and and I think uh I think Luann kind of clings to this false idea of her mother. And so I think she puts a little bit of a wall up with Peggy because she really wants to leave that space open for her mother. Mm -hmm. And I think if she lets that wall down, then she'll have to kind of also acknowledge that her mom may not be able to fill that space. And so it's okay to let somebody else fill that space, you know? Right. Yeah, absolutely. (sighs) <laughs> now that we've <laughs> blink if you have parent issues my eyes just roll back in my head sees uh. <laughs> uh, um yeah so it's heartbreaking i know well and it's very typical of also Okay, this is also going to get a little bit darker, but it's very typical of children who have been in abusive homes, they they don't recognize generally, like, they're used to that kind of neglect and um, disappointment, and that's what they know uh, to be a family and what a mother is, um, even if they know that's not, like, what it should be, that's what it is to them, so, you know, it's it's easier for Luann to, you know, be like, no, everything's going to be better. Everything's great because she still wants to be with her mother. She still wants to have that mother-daughter connection. So it's kind of easier to trick herself into thinking that her mom is better. Yeah. And, and when you're used to that kind of neglect too, that shapes how you see yourself. And so you see yourself as somebody who should only be getting a limited amount of attention or love or something. So when somebody actually loves you fully and unconditionally, it maybe feels wrong and you Mm -hmm. start to think what's wrong with them. Like Mm -hmm. that's not, that's not normal, you know? Right. Um, Right. (sighs) Well, and, and, you know, and even Luann, she's already like, we'll get to this in just a second, but she's already willing to give up everything. So her, for her mom, who, is more than willing to let uh, Luann give up everything to take care of her. Yeah. Because she's Uh, a shitty parent. Yeah. And and (laughs) an addict, which Mm -hmm. she's already, she already seems like a pretty shitty person. And she seems like she probably has some kind of personality disorder. And who knows, she probably experienced her own abuse as a child. But uh, then you throw addiction on top of that. And you have somebody that unstable who that's a recipe for manipulation, but it's coming from a place where they just don't necessarily know how to think outside of themselves and they're trying to survive. And so Mm -hmm. you have somebody who's super manipulative 
and in a desperate place. And then you have somebody who's desperate to please this person. So it could easily, Luan could easily get sucked into a enabling codependent horror nightmare. (laughs) Oh my God. I know. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) Anywho. Uh, the hill, you know, we cut to the next scene. The hills are getting ready for Leanne's arrival. Uh, Hank's going over just, he's just like prepping the family, you know, for her (laughs) arrival. And he's just like telling, he has like a signal. Like if I give the signal, Bobby, you need to like immediately like leave and go to what Dale's house. And yeah, (laughs) and they're just (laughs) really, really nervous and, and just trying to prepare. We see a huge truck pull up to the house, um, driven by <laughs> what it says here is described as a burly female trucker named Alicia. Um, <laughs> and apparently she knows or at least was giving a ride to Leanne. Leanne jumps and mother and daughter excitedly embrace one another. And it's kind of a sweet moment. Mm-hmm. Leanne gives Luann a bunch of kisses on her face and Luann just looks so, so excited and, and so just so happy to see her mom. You know, um, she's dressed up. She's wearing this pretty yellow dress and headband. and Yeah. Um, but meanwhile, the hills are kind of standing on their front lawn and they just look really stiff and nervous. But mm-hmm. but I just, I want to know more about this truck driver, Alicia, Alicia. Mm-hmm. I made a note that Alicia is an icon. And <laughs> I'm ripping all the sleeves off of my t-shirts this summer. <laughs> I know. I love that. Like all, she, she only she barely says anything. Leanne just says thanks, Alicia, and then you just hear a very deep, deep voice say, <laughs> and then she just. Leaves. <laughs> I want to know more about her. Mm-hmm. Uh, so everyone goes inside of the house, and everyone's sitting in the living room catching up. During which time, Leanne notes that. Since her trailer is wrecked, she has nowhere to stay now, and she just kind of lets that line hang in the air, and she and Luann just stare at Hank, waiting for him to invite her to stay. Mm-hmm. The silence goes on for an eternity <laughs> before Bobby finally suggests, you know, what if she stays with us? And then, Bob, uh, and then Hank immediately gives Bobby the signal to leave the house. <laughs> <laughs> and Bobby gets up and leaves. Takes off running. <laughs> yeah. When Hank avoids offering Leanne shelter at their house, Luann proposes quitting school so she can find employment and rent an apartment with her mother. And Leanne is just like on board with this. She's just like, oh, baby, you mean it? I uh, know, right? You think, oh, baby, no, you don't have to worry about that. It's like, oh, really? Great. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. I know. Uh, At this point, Peggy has no choice but to step in, and she reluctantly offers to let Leanne stay at their house so that Luann doesn't throw her life away to care for her manipulative mother. Yes. She ends up setting up space for herself in the garage where there is, I don't, I mean, I don't understand this. They let her stay in the garage where there is nothing except sharp tools and a refrigerator full of beer. (laughs) Why would they put, it's like, let's put her in a room. With, like, a bunch of giant forks, basically, and alcohol. <laughs> That's hysterical. <laughs> it seems like that was a, a mistake. So, to do. <laughs> and it was. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Meanwhile, 
back to Bill's feet. Uh, his <laughs> He goes to the doctor and his foot condition is diagnosed as a common fungus. A nurse tells him that it can be cured with pills, but he must avoid drinking alcohol for them to be effective. Mm. A short time later, Bill is like bringing beers into Hank's garage to refill the refrigerator and he runs into Leanne and the pair neither of whom can drink hit it off uh I don't know if I mentioned it but Leanne is sober at this point yes probably not totally by choice because she was in prison but yes um Leanne ends up hey you can always have toilet wine I that's true I, I guess like yeah, that is an accomplishment that she didn't drink toilet wine when she could have. <laughs> uh, Leanne ends up hanging out with Bill in the Hills driveway instead of going to some kind of event at Luann's beauty school. Yeah. There's yet another event um, and Leanne is supposed to meet her there, but she ends up bailing to hang out with Bill. She starts massaging Bill's now stunning feet <laughs> and they eventually hook up. But meanwhile, Ugh. we cut to Luann at school. And it's, again, Luann can't win. Uh, she's standing. Everyone else is there with their moms, it looks like. And then she's just there alone with her empty barber chair. She's looking so sad. And then her mega asshole teacher, again, just starts taunting her about her mom not being there. And it for no reason is such an asshole about it. There's no reason. I know. I my literal note is that fucking jerk off teacher being sarcastic about Luann's mother not coming. What the fuck? There's no reason. <laughs> if anything, oh, she would be compassionate or something. Like right. Like here, you know what? Why don't you do my hair or something? Like I'll sit in your chair so she's not standing next to an empty fucking chair while everyone's like chatting with their moms and ripping leg hair off their vagina whatever they're doing i mean like yeah. sit in the chair and let her brush your fucking hair or something god she's like like where's this so-called mother i've been hearing about luann oh my god uh, just like spot on amy <laughs> it's so mean yeah this so-called mother right like she's, she's like been oh, trying she's... to make herself look cool by saying she has a mom and now you're calling her out Right. And Luann says, oh, well, she's she's probably running late. Yeah, I'm sure. Something shit. It just, you know what? I'm going to take these scissors. And anyway, <laughs> she's just God. such an asshole to she's Luann. She's such an asshole. There's no reason. Poor Luann. Poor Luann. Mm -hmm. The next morning, Leanne and Bill stroll into the kitchen oh. dressed in bathrobes. Hank and Peggy can only stare horrified at the implication. Uh, understandably, because even when I when I saw her walk in, I'm like, all right, Bobby's in. Like, you're a little, maybe put on some pants. Yeah. <laughs> and then Bill walks in and you're like, oh, no, no. I know. Get, Ew, get the God. fuck out of my house in your robe. How dare you? Why wouldn't they just go back to his house? It's right next door. <laughs> God, ew, because his house is disgusting. As an increasingly annoyed Peggy continues covering for Leanne whenever she fails to pay her daughter the attention and love she deserves, the romance between Bill and Leanne blossoms. There's even a montage of Leanne and Bill hanging out and going on shopping sprees, which is all funded by Bill. 
-hmm. Eventually he runs out of money and he can't afford his prescription foot medication. Eventually we see them hanging out in Hank's garage again. Why don't they just go to his house? I mean, by that point, he could have cleaned up, I would think. But <laughs> right. they're, they're still in the garage. And Leanne goes to massage Bill's toes again. And instead of politely declining, Bill is all about it. Uh, he rips his socks off. And we see that his feet are once again disgusting and covered in fungus. Because politely has- declining. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe another time. Shut That's up. all he had to say. Oh, thank yeah. you, babe. Maybe another time just have some self-awareness but he hasn't been taking his medication so his feet are covered in fungus again leanne is repulsed at the sight of bill's toes and he's so insistent for her to rub his feet he's like i'm waiting yeah she's like what's wrong with your feet and he's like oh don't worry about it it'll go it's just a fungus but it'll go away again once i get my next paycheck and i could buy more medication but in the meantime and then he just like shoves his feet in her face to like <laughs> encourage her to go ahead and rub him, which gross, uh, gross, Bill. Uh, I just wrote, he's a complete oblivious idiot. Yes, <laughs> God, he is. Uh, but now here, Leanne might have said, no, thanks. I'll wait until you start your meds again uh, and your fungus clears up. Or, you know, she could have suggested, you know what? Why don't you massage my feet? For right. one, your goddamn life. But <laughs> instead, <laughs> instead, she kind of resigns herself to doing it. But she's so grossed out, she makes her way over to the fridge, pulls out a beer, and somehow discreetly shotguns one of the beers before returning I, to massage Bill's gross feet. I gotta say, I I was... I hate to admit that I was impressed by her shotgunning skills. Like, she so quietly slams that beer doesn't burp afterwards and does it fast <laughs> like i know it takes me back oh oh i know well i've never been able to shotgun a beer i can only get like halfway through before my eyes start crying but you're a master <laughs> Amy. i was no no longer no longer can i can i do that i would probably throw up more than i drank if i tried to do it now really you think so yeah yeah, no, there's no way I could do it like I used to. Not nearly as fast or as much. Oh, well, that's God. probably for the best. But it is definitely for the best. <laughs> I've never okay. seen anyone faster than Amy. It was amazing. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it was gross. It was really fast. <laughs> it was just, you know, just like I'm in my twenties, and I'm like. Oh, you think we could chug a beer? Let's do this. <laughs> just just to beat all the men, really, was the whole point. And you did. <laughs> it was incredible. Yes. <laughs> well, now Leanne is off the wagon. Yes, she is. Later, Hank is feeling kind of frustrated after a mishap occurs while he's trying to build something with Bobby. He ends up getting hit in the head with a board, and he's just feeling <laughs> kind of annoyed. So he goes to the garage to grab a beer from the fridge. And realizes that there, I mean, the fridge is full of cans, but he realizes that they're all empty. Mm. He immediately panics. He runs from the garage to warn everyone. He knows, I mean, he knows it's Leanne. But before he can offer a warning, he runs into the kitchen where Peggy is standing, uh, talking to Bill and a clearly hammered Leanne. Bill announces that he and Leanne are engaged to be married. Mm. Uh, Leanne is drunk and 
irrational and belligerent. Uh, this angers her. She says something about, you know, you ruined the secret, and she punches him in the arm. Later on, Hank attempts to warn Bill about Leanne's temper, but Bill really has no interest in hearing the reality of the situation, and he reveals to Hank that Leanne will be moving into his home. Another abusive woman for Bill. Yep. Poor Bill. Poor Bill. Meanwhile, an increasingly frustrated Peggy tries warning Luann about how unstable her mom is becoming and even tells her that the next time Leanne breaks her heart, she will not be she will not come to her rescue. But Luann has no desire to face the reality of the situation either. She is yeah, in she keeps in denial. Well, she keeps saying, Well, mama's gonna take care of me if she like what oh you don't have to come save me because mama will after she breaks my heart. What? Luann, yeah. are you listening to yourself? Yeah. Come on. Luann just thinks like, you know, she you just refuse to see that she like has changed, you know. Right, right. Um a short time later, Bill and Leanne throw a pre-engagement party at Bill's house when Leanne shows up drunk and belligerent, a desperate Luann turns to Peggy, but as promised, Peggy turns away, leaving Luann alone to deal with the situation. Now, this might seem a bit harsh or it could even be interpreted as spiteful on Peggy's part like she's just trying to prove a point but really Luann has been able to maintain a certain level of denial when it comes to her mom and and this if you're not facing the reality of the situation it makes you very vulnerable it makes her very vulnerable to her mom's manipulation and she really needs to face the reality of the situation and the reality of the person that her mom actually is not who she wishes she was Otherwise, Mm -hmm. best case scenario, she will always be hurt or let down by her mother not meeting the expectations she has for her. And worst case scenario, her mom uses and manipulates her and eventually destroys everything in her life. So really, it's the best thing that Peggy can do for her is to just kind of Mm -hmm. not protect her anymore. Well, and also Peggy setting up boundaries for her own self. You know, mm-hmm. like I, I can't constantly be the one to save you and protect you and put my own emotions and health and, and emotional health on the line when you're so unwilling to protect yourself, you know, constantly being the protector and the one who like cleans up the messes at the end. Like you got to have boundaries. Otherwise, you're going to end up resenting that other person. That's true. Yeah. That's a great point. So Leanne is drunk and crazy and making a scene. The situation reaches a crescendo when Leanne, who is, again, I wrote, who is hammered, which we already know. (laughs) When Leanne starts dancing on a picnic table and flashes everyone, she then attempts to hit on Buckley. Buckley's there. uh, And he's so disgusted, he screams for someone to, quote, get this skank off me. (laughs) Furious, Leanne grabs a fork, her signature weapon, Mm -hmm. and just as she's about to thrust it into Buckley, Peggy Hill, in a total boss move, grabs Leanne's wrist and says, excuse me, but that is my fucking fork. (laughs) Leanne kind of like turns and looks at her and Peggy goes on to say, look at yourself. Whether you like it or not, you are a mother and you have a daughter that loves you dearly and a partner that loves you and you are totally shitting all over this right now. Mm-hmm. And until you can learn to live without alcohol, you need to get the fuck out of here. Okay? Right on. Leanne initially appears moved by Peggy's words and even tells her that 
you're right, you're right. But the second Peggy turns her back on Leanne, Leanne runs screaming at her and jumps on her and attacks her. The two fall to the ground. (laughs) Dirty ass move. Dirty move. The two fall to the ground in an all-out brawl. Everyone starts freaking out. Hank attempts to run to help Peggy, but Dale, in a blind panic, ends up macing Hank and a bunch of other people. (laughs) (laughs) Dale will make any situation worse. Worse. Way worse. (laughs) So Peggy's kind of on her own right now fighting Leanne. Leanne temporarily pins Peggy to the ground and she just says something about Peggy's brother like you know I kicked your brother's ass and I kick your ass and Peggy's like yeah well you know my brother has tiny feet but guess what not fucking me and she wraps her giant feet around Leanne's body and throws her off of her while letting out a most epic oh yeah it is guttural. It's an animalistic hoe, yeah. It's, she's like, oh, yeah! Like she's it's fucking like Hulk Hogan. <laughs> some real good voice work by uh, Kathy and Jimmy, for sure. Oh, for sure, for sure. Top notch. By this point, everyone is standing there watching, and, and they all applaud. And we even hear Hank yell, go Peggy! I know, I love it. <laughs> Realizing that she's been defeated Leanne gets up and she turns to Luann and she's just like let's get out of here but Luann chooses to remain behind with the hills Leanne furious at Luann's choice says fine then I ain't your sister no more and angrily drives away in Bill's truck and disappears into the distance (laughs) as everyone watches her leave Hank asks Bill to call the police on her for stealing his truck but Bill declines feeling that it was for the best that she's gone even even if she did steal his truck um he was like you know if you love something let it go and and if it comes back then then i'll call the police <laughs> i love that line <laughs> I know. during the credits we see that there is yet another mother-daughter night at the beauty academy i almost wonder if the uh, if miss kremser uh luann's asshole teacher is just doing this on purpose to make luann I know, feel right better. why would there be so many mother-daughter nights um, but we see that Peggy is there with Luann, which I, I wrote, you know, possibly indicates that Luann is finally in a place where she is able to accept Peggy as a parental figure, you know, whereas before she was determined to leave that space open for her mother. But but now she's willing to let her aunt in and build a closer relationship with Peggy. And and that's really, really sweet. And that's where the episode ends. Yay! Yay! Good job, Jackie. Thank you. All right. So, all right. Yes. So, Amy. Yes. Do you have any favorite moments or quotes from the episode? Yes. So we got a couple. We got a couple out during the retelling, uh, but I do. I like when Peggy is talking to Leanne right before Leanne shows up and. She says to her, it was like a knife in his heart when she stuck that fork in his back. (laughs) (laughs) We also get to see some ladybird. Just a little quick shot of ladybird. Sweet girl. Oh, there's this really just quick (laughs) scene where Peggy is reading a book at the breakfast table at the the table. Is it a trivia question of yours? Yeah, it's okay. (laughs) But the name of the book is men who love women you hate 
Oh, and <laughs> when Le- uh, Luann comes in and she's like wearing a wig like her mom's hair, yeah. and Peggy's like, "What the hell? What the hell are you doing?" And uh, sh- she's like, "I refuse to let you go out all glammed up like Phyllis Diller." <laughs> <laughs> Oh, so good. Um, And just one comment. I think I'm surprised that Hank did not straight up punch Bill in the face for fucking Leanne on his mower and his workbench. Like, gross, dude. I know. I know. Go to your own dirty ass house or just fuck in your yard. Who cares? Seriously. God. Or in your car. Yeah, don't have sex on his on his lawn mower that he uses probably every other day in his workbench. Ew. I know. Poor Hank. First his parents or his mom does it on his table. And <laughs> his, his mower and his workbench are tainted with taint. I know. With, t- <laughs> with taint sweat. Oh god. Um, and one other quick little thing, uh, piggybacking off of that, where Hank is like off of the, the lawnmower and he's just like pushing it around with oven mitts on. (laughs) He's not even (laughs) riding on it. He's just walking next to it, running it. (laughs) So those are pretty much everything because I've like, everything else was, was in the, was in the episode that you, when we already talked about. Nice. I have, I have some other ones. Uh, there were. This was a quote-heavy episode I found. There were a lot of moments where I was like, God damn it, I have to pause this episode again to write this. <laughs> yeah. But um, but you you definitely said some of the ones I had. Uh, there was one quote by Leanne when she first gets to the Hill House, and they're in the living room, and she says, you have such a lovely home here. Of course, if someone turned on a fire hose, it would all be ruined. <laughs> I love Peggy and Hank are like, what? Yeah. <laughs> Like, is that a threat? (laughs) (laughs) And another Leanne quote is when Hank asks her, you know, how's the job hunt going? And she says, not so good. My best reference just went in for chemical castration. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh God. Um, And then one of my favorite Dale quotes of all time, which I've definitely quoted this before, but um, it's after Leanne moves in with Bill and he's covered in bruises and he's wearing sunglasses because he has a black eye. And that's not funny. That's really upsetting. But Mm -hmm. Hank says to Bill, you know, what happened to your eye? And Bill says, oh, oh, it's an interesting story. See, I was, I was walking. I I was walking and uh, I, I walked into a door and then Dale turns to him and he's like, wait a minute. How is that interesting? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, Dale. <laughs> and then um, there were only a few other notes I made. Uh, at one point, <laughs> Peggy's really trying hard to make food that you don't need a fork to eat. And she makes uh, some kind of jello mold in the shape of Texas. I know. <laughs> um, we find out during the episode that Leanne is 34. And I found this troubling because I'm 34. Wow. So Well, you should feel good because uh, Leanne looked much older than 34. 
well, I, I think that's what makes me feel bad. Why? Because that's what a 34-year-old year looks like. Who's been to prison as, and is a severe alcoholic. All right. <laughs> so keep that in mind. Okay. Those are two things that will age you fast. <laughs> True. And having children, probably. Yes, that you don't um, take care of. I just made a small note that I found it kind of interesting that both Bill and Peggy have issues around their feet. Yeah. Shame shame uh, for different reasons, but, you know, around mm-hmm. their feet. I just thought that was that kind of interesting. That is interesting. Interesting. And, um, and then the last thing I wrote, I just thought it was kind of a, a funny choice that Leanne would have a baby and almost name that baby her name. But just a little bit her, her own fucking name. And I thought but you know, like, it'd be like Amy having a baby and naming it Umi. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, I mean, men do that with their sons all the time. They name them the exact same name. Yeah. Like my my dad is Patrick Winfield Spence, and my brother is Patrick Winfield Spence Jr. Winfield is the middle name. Yes. Cute. <laughs> And their social security numbers are. <laughs> yeah, I think I think it's definitely becoming more of a thing for for women to be named after their mothers, or even well, I think that's what Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith did. They named their son after Jada and their daughter mm-hmm. after Will. Right. I just think it's kind of silly in general. I just give them their own damn name, you know. I don't know. I think I just think it's it's almost like property, you know. Oh, you like I, you don't need to worry about becoming your own person because I already know who you're gonna be. Right, right. Or just it, it, it I, I don't really. Yeah, I don't really because it's like with men, it's like carrying on that name, and you will be upholding our my family name. You know, William, whatever the eighteenth. I don't know. It just seems weird. Yeah. That's a good point. No, it's not. <laughs> great point. It's a great point. So, Amy, are you ready to get into listener comments? I am. I most and certainly am. We have a couple listener comment songs. So, we'll play one this week and then we'll go ahead and play the next one next week. Yeah, let's do it. All right. So, this listener comment song comes from Sam Hain, a.k.a. Nine Fingers Petting Zoo. Mm-hmm. And the message they sent says, Greets, peeps, a new one for you. Please use as you see fit. We will. And here it is. There's got to be some listener comments. <laughs> Thank you, Sam Hain. Thank you. That was awesome. (laughs) Um, 
Oh my ah. God. Beautiful. <sighs> Absolutely beautiful. Uh, if you want to send your own in, send it to hello at ho yeah pod or leave us leave it in a voicemail to us. That's right. We yeah. you could do that as well. You could do that as well. All right, listen our comments. We got two right next to each other. Drucifer 2A and JRG Comedy. Get the skank off me. (laughs) (laughs) Martin of the Waking Universe, uh, Dale, says, Poor Bill. His woman is making a fool of him. John Redcorn says, It happens. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) But then Mendozable says, uh, Nancy's glare to John Redcorn after he says, It happens to Dale. (laughs) (laughs) Love Appleman says, Fuck Miss Crimson. That was a low blow, even for an asshole like her. Agreed. De- absolutely agreed. Uh, Gracie No says Hank's shop vac, which I love that too. I forgot forgot to mention that he just is so quick to clean everything up. Uh, she says Alicia. <laughs> mm-hmm. That scene where the bathroom door keeps going open. <laughs> Gracie No also says Peggy skillfully moving between mothering Luann and not taking over the mom role. Yeah. SNC Bank says, I never thought I'd say this, but I can't finish my beer. That's Dale after he <laughs> yeah. sees Bill's feet. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, Mozzie C137, I loved this quote when uh, Leanne is losing her beans at the barbecue and Luann turns to Peggy and is like, what are we going to do? And Peggy is, you know, by that point trying to not get involved anymore. So she just says, uh, and this is from Mozzie C137, well... I'm going to go close up the mustard before it crusts, if you'll excuse me. (laughs) Shauna Rama, Bill rolling up to the alley and flip-flops with a hacky sack right after his toe fungus gets better. (laughs) Don't call me Caitlin. Wait a minute. How is that interesting? (laughs) (laughs) Love that. Wait a minute. Oh my god. I used to do that all the time with coworkers. They'd be like, telling a story I'd be like it's actually kind of funny you know I, I did this and blah 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 and anyway that's why I'm late and I'm like that wasn't funny in the least <laughs> <laughs> let's be louda also said uh when Hank says go Peggy after the fight the little smiley face <laughs> Coco Bug says I really like the outfit montage really brings me Barbie energies yeah <laughs> I love that everything I know I love that everything that Leanne wears is either a see-through top or a crop top yeah she knows how to work it it's awesome yeah it's good Bender's Redemption says well where's the damn food did fungus for brains already gobble it all up <laughs> so shitty god <laughs> Art Simone uh, says, okay, but this episode proves how much Peggy is a badass and she admits to having big feet. Yes, she does. <laughs> yeah. I love that part too because she's not only admitting to her, she's not just acknowledging her big feet, but she's just like, you fuck with me, you fuck with my feet. <laughs> These size 16 and a halfs are going to literally go up your ass. <laughs> <laughs> now, Here's a quote that is not from the episode, and we, we normally just kind of pass over those, but I do like this quote. It's from Inglorious Art Studio, and it's just Peggy saying, John Redcorn, and then John Redcorn saying, Peggy Hill. <laughs> we'll be getting to that episode fairly soon, I think. I'm excited. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's be louder says when Hank 
says, go Peggy after the fight. Jackie, do you listen to me? Do you just not listen to me? Did you say that already? (laughs) God damn it. No, no, no. Yes, I did say it. No, you didn't. Yeah. Damn it. C137. Fork! <laughs> um, Amy, I already fucking said that. Did you? No. <laughs> <laughs> Thunder Muffin. Peg would rather tongue kiss Bill before allowing that tramp in her home. <laughs> DJ Bechamel also says that too. Poison Envy 7. You ain't my sister anymore. <laughs> my sister has actually said that to us. She said it to my brother once when she was drunk and pissed. You're not my brother anymore. And we just laughed. We laughed. <laughs> so I was like, ah, that's the dumbest thing you've ever said. <laughs> oh my God. I we can't still, imagine. You we, Spences. I know. We still make fun of her for it. <laughs> I think Mozzie C137 has a trivia cue for us. It was actually one that I was going to do, but um, it's, what does it say on the side of Alicia's truck when she drops off Luann, the logo on the side of her truck? I, well, I'm looking at it right now. So it says oh. Tom Thumb. <laughs> Hopefully you all got it. I know. But then right above that, actually, um, Shauna Rama wrote about one of my trivia questions, which was. Oh. Uh, the Wrap It Up song, they're playing Wrap It Up by the Fabulous Thunderbirds shopping sequence is iconic. And my question was, what's the song in the Wrap It Up? I'll take it on a Wrap It Up. Well, thank you, Shauna Rama, because I would have gotten that wrong. <laughs> Last one. God, I hope you didn't say this already, but <laughs> Thunder Muffin just wrote, poor Bill. Oh, I know. I didn't say that one, but yes, poor Bill. It's terrible. We we do have to talk about that men get abused in relationships, and it's not taken as seriously because, I mean, as you could see, you know, normally if, if Bill was abusing Leanne, they would have already called the cops on him. There would have been an injunction, all of that, but it would have they been let it go. It would have been such a dark episode. Oh, I, right. I know. But because it's, you know, a woman perpetrating the abuse, it's not considered as serious, even though she is literally bruising him, throwing glass bottles at his head, verbally abusing him, verbally mm-hmm. assaulting him. It, it's fucked up. And Bill does not deserve that. Nobody deserves that. And financially abusing him, too. Oh, yes, absolutely. She's manipulating him and uh, using him as a piggy bank. Not that he has a whole lot of money. Poor Bill. I know. Well, should we get into trivia? Yes. All right. Well, I'm going to attempt to play part of this voicemail. Because hopefully it comes through clear. But this is from a voicemail left from somebody named Jay. Mm -hmm. And their message was just so delightful. And then at the end, they had a little trivia song for us so um for trivia yes so let me see if i can all right ready yeah here we go from jay here it is it's time for 
for trivia. It's trivia time, isn't it? It's time for trivia. It's time to suck my trivia dick. <laughs> so I hope you like it. Uh, keep on making your great podcast, and I will tune in um, Tuesday. Thanks. Bye. Thank you. (laughs) I laughed so hard the first time I heard that. It's trivia time, isn't it? Suck my trivia dick. (laughs) For a second, I was just like, I got to suck my trivia dick. And for a second, I was like, oh, that's a little bit aggressive. And then I realized, oh, that's what Amy says every time. Yeah. (laughs) Suck my trivia dick. But it's said in such a fun jingle, uh, a, a fun little tune. Suck know, my trivia dick instead of me being suck my trivia dick, Jackie. I suck my trivia. Thank you so much, Jay. I love it. All right. You ready? Oh, I am ready. All right. How many, how many do you have? Let's see. I got one. I have one, too. Nope. I was counting. I have one, two, three, <laughs> four. <laughs> I've got four. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Let me make sure because I might have counted. Nope, I've got four. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm down to one because two of my questions were answered already. So, gotcha. You want right. to go first? Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. Amy, what is the strongest bond two people can have? Twins. Nope. Ah, mother daughter. Nope. Uh conjoined aunt and niece. Conjoined where? At the neck. Nope. <laughs> All right, which one is it? Well, uh I it's possible I heard it wrong, but aunt niece attached at the head. Oh. <laughs> I love Peggy. She's like, well, I don't know how that would happen, but yeah, that would be pretty strong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, all right. All right. You ready? Mm Mm-hmm. When Leanne is uh, coming back from prison, coming to visit, there's a welcome sign outside the house. What does the welcome sign say? Welcome out, Leanne. Oh, very close. Welcome out, Mama. Mama. (laughs) Welcome out. I love that. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> all right what is the tattoo that is on leanne's bube uh purple heart yes Yay. Ooh, two for two well the first one was like only a halfy so well you know i'm counting it what is the fake name bill gives at the health clinic oh damn i don't remember norman schwarzkopf <laughs> <laughs> All right, and last one. How many days was Leanne sober? Oh, uh, 385. Oh, my God. So close. 391. Ah. So close. Trivia. Trivia dick. Trivia. Trivia dick. Fuck my trivia dick. Trivia dick. <laughs> <laughs> Good questions. Thank you. All right, Amy. Do you know what the next episode is i do should we say it at the same time oh, oh. yes okay okay <laughs> one two three junkie business. business oh i just realized that sounds like monkey business oh they're so clever Mm-hmm. gosh those clever those clever writers Mm-hmm. all right all right um well, it's been a great 
episode, I hope. Yes. Any final thoughts, Amy? No. I'm, I'm, um, no. Everybody stay safe. (laughs) Everybody stay safe. That's it. That's going to be my final thoughts forever until this goddamn bullshit stops. So. And when it does stop, then we all get to have a big welcome out party. (laughs) Literally welcome outside. Finally. Yeah. Everyone, please stay safe. And we love you. And we will see you all see those on Thursday for the watch party. Uh, Remember, that's at 8.30 Eastern Time. And if you go to our Patreon, we'll post the link there. Um, Every The past two watch parties, we both have forgotten up until like 20 minutes before. (laughs) And just had complete meltdowns. Like, oh, fuck! (laughs) Even though I have so many reminders on my phone about it. Like, I go throughout my day like, yeah, yeah, I know, I know, I know. And then come like 7 50 i'm like shit oh man i'm like in bed with the covers over me and I'm like, oh, fuck. <laughs> just immediately just fly out of bed in a panic and jackie we have to do the watch party she's like oh fuck <laughs> i'm at the grocery store <laughs> i know that was me last time i turned to will and i was like we have to go <laughs> but yeah join us for that um let us know if you have any helpful self-care tips i mean any like Mm. of course everyone says exercise you know make your bed or whatever but uh it'd be nice to hear if what other people are doing because yeah it's important to take care of ourselves right now and and aside from that rate review subscribe uh join us on facebook call us again that's 3865-530-3876 we want to hear from you Yes, we do. And um, aside from that, thank you, everyone, for participating and and messaging us and leaving voicemails and reviews. And and you're getting us through quarantine. So thank you. Especially our Facebook group. It's awesome. Oh, it's really good. Yeah. All right, everyone. Have a wonderful week. And until next time. Fire It's time for trivia. It's a trivia, trivia, trivia time. Just trivia. Just suck my trivia dick. Just trivia dick. Just, uh, wrap it up. Wrap it up. I'll take it. Wrap it up. I'll take it. And that's all I know.